For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. On today's show, we're going to explore Facebook ad updates. I want to ask you a quick question. Do you wish you were here right now in San Diego at Social Media Marketing World? Because guess what? There are people traveling from all over the world, literally as I'm speaking, coming to San Diego. Well, if you cannot join us in San Diego, I've got good news. We've got an on-demand ticket and a streaming ticket that you can get access to. And if you want to, you could literally show up to the front doors and buy your ticket on location and join thousands of fellow marketers by visiting socialmediamarketing.world. Grab your ticket today. The event literally starts March 14th, 15th, and 16th. Today, I'm very excited to be joined by one of our fellow speakers, Tara Zerker. If you don't know who Tara is, she's a Facebook ads expert and the founder of Successful Ads Club, a membership site designed to help marketers improve their Facebook and Instagram ad results. AI has been a massive disruptive force over the past year. That's why we're excited to announce our brand new show, Introducing AI Explored. It's a weekly show hosted by me, Michael Stelzner. If you want to understand how to put AI to work, this is the show for you. Each week, we'll dive deep into using AI to your advantage. We're talking the practical, tactical stuff that I know you're probably craving. Search for AI Explored on your favorite podcast app, and happy listening. Tara, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Thank you. So good to be here, Mike. Well, folks, I have a very special announcement before we get started. We are hiring a full-time news producer to work on this show and to show up on camera during this show. This is an incredible opportunity for the right person who loves to understand social media marketing news, loves to show up on camera and loves to talk and wants to join Team Social Media Examiner. The job opening is only available for a few days and then we're closing it down. We've got a lot of interest in this opportunity. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash job right now and get your application in. All right, Tara, we've got a lot to talk about. Facebook recently revealed some of their quarterly earnings and some of their numbers Why don't you share with us what we need to know? Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot to say about it, actually. So investors were a little bit upset because the number of new Facebook users or users across the whole family of apps, right? So we say Facebook, let's refer to the whole family, Instagram and WhatsApp and Messenger and the whole kit and caboodle. And so investors reacted strongly to the fact that Facebook is kind of stagnating on downloads, people actually new users coming to the platform. We can talk about that more in just a minute. But what was really interesting was active daily users, they're up. And the amount of time people are spending on platform, like all of those numbers are looking really strong and steady, but Facebook is not getting those new users that of course investors love to see. Well, I happen to have some of the metrics in front of me. They call it family daily active people, right? That's right. 
I don't think that means a family like you and all your kids. It means the family of apps, right? <laughs> exactly. So 2.82 billion mm-hmm. daily active users. I mean, like, whoa, that's a really big number. Really big. I mean, we're talking like 40% of the world population has access to and is using the Facebook family of apps, you know, whether it be all of them, probably not, but at least some of them or multiple of them. I mean, we cannot say enough how much market share they have. They are absolutely dominating their category for social media apps and whatnot. But when it comes to the things that, you know, the trends that people are looking at, how much time are people spending on app? And of course, we as consumers probably want to be spending less time. Facebook wants us to be spending more time. So there's a little bit of a battle there for time spent on app and and what people actually want to be doing with their social media. And also, you know, what even studies say we should be doing with our social media. They want more time spent on app. That's better for them in terms of advertising dollars and all their goals that they can get accomplished. And then, of course, they want more saturation in their market. So more people downloading their apps, more people using their apps on a monthly and daily basis. All of those metrics are super critical to their business operations. And so those are the numbers that, you know, people are kind of analyzing and dissecting when these quarterly reports come about. Well, and a couple more numbers. If we expand from daily to family monthly, meaning, you know, over a period of 30 days, it jumps from 2.82 million to 3.59 million. That's a lot of people because not everybody spends every day, obviously, on Facebook and Instagram and Messenger. And then we've got Facebook daily active users. Again, every day, 1.93 billion people every day just on Facebook itself, right? Yeah. And then the monthly active is 2.91 billion. So no matter how you slice it, (laughs) it's a good thing that Mark Zuckerberg did not sell this company back when he had that offer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Do you, I, you know, he, he had an offer. I don't know. Somebody offered him like a hundred million dollars or whatever to sell Facebook, right? Yeah, absolutely. And man, I think he did the right thing. Absolutely. But Facebook did report less than expected earnings. And as a result, their stock tanked and it went down quite a bit. Yeah. Why do you think they aren't meeting their numbers? I mean, this is probably a perfect transition into maybe what's the next piece of news that we want to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, they called it a headwind, you know, the Apple privacy updates that have affected the advertising to kind of zoom out just a little bit. Number one, about 97% of all of Meta's earnings are from advertising dollars at this point. And so anything that affects their advertising business is going to affect their revenue, either positively or negatively, of course. And as we all know, in this post iOS, you know, Apple privacy update world, advertising did get a little bit more challenging. And there are a lot more hoops to jump through in order to be able to do your tracking well, in order to be able to understand your metrics well. And so that definitely, as they said themselves, created a headwind to their advertising business. They're expected to lose about $10 billion in revenue this year on an annual basis. And to kind of put that in perspective, so I took some notes here. So in 2021, Google, for example, is kind of the the big winner in this space, and they did $209 billion in ad revenue. Facebook did $66 billion. 
And then let's go down to kind of some of the smaller players in the game, even though we would probably consider them just big players as well. But like Pinterest, for example, just to give that perspective, is about $2 billion in annual revenue, actually a little bit more than that. Wow. So that kind of gives you an idea of where Facebook is in this game. And the impact of $10 billion is significant. And I think really reflects probably with exactly how advertisers are kind of thinking through reallocating some of their budgets, making sure they're a little bit more diversified so they're not as impacted by these sorts of updates on any one platform. I think that perfectly kind of aligns with what I've seen, at least in my community, of how people are now thinking about their advertising dollars. I don't know if we mentioned this already, but did we mention how some of the ad prices have gone up as well, or did we not mention that yet? Yeah. So Facebook is saying that advertising prices for um, just as a general whole, they have gone up, right? So CPMs have gone up and and cost per ad has risen in some cases as much as 24%. And again, that feels very reflective of what I've heard in my own personal community, as well as among my colleagues, you know, some of their experiences and, you know, navigating these you know, really what we're in is this post iOS world or just a whole different era with different privacy policies and concerns that the public has and how companies are navigating around these concerns. And so I think that that perfectly aligns with what we have seen, again, in our community with our colleagues, et cetera. Well, as you join me next week in San Diego, in just a few days at Social Media Marketing World, I can imagine every person, including you, who's going to be talking about Facebook (laughs) advertising, people are going to be talking about what's going on, right? Yeah. Costs are going up. It's harder to track. I mean, like this is going to be one of the talk of the ads track, I would imagine, right? And you're hearing it, aren't you, from all of your students and stuff? Absolutely. And I mean, the reality is, and, you know, I guess kind of a preview if you're going to be there, you know, the reality is mediocre ads, you cannot get away with it anymore. You really have to be at the top level of your creativity and your technique in order to be a real winner in the advertising space right now. And so I'm going to be sharing, you know, 17 ways to really up your creative and strategy game to really outperform anything that you've ever done with your own account before so that you can be really competing against yourself and really coming out ahead and leapfrogging over your competition or people who just aren't really getting with the game. And you can be winning at this advertising game because there's plenty of people who are winning right now and they're just figuring it out. They're coming up with new strategies. They're developing new creative stacks and they are coming out ahead. So it's possible to be a winner here and to really, I would say, come out ahead during this period where Facebook is trying to figure out these solutions to help their advertisers do better. And, you know, let's be honest, it's all the platforms. It's just Facebook is one of the loudest voices in the game. So we've got some questions like Robert is asking, you know, my tracking is, you know, things aren't seeming to be as good as they used to be, right? They're not looking. Yeah. So what is Facebook telling us? Because they've recently come out with some information specifically that can help with more accurate reporting. What do we need to know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what they have recently reported is that as of this quarter, in general on Facebook, they feel that they have brought underreporting. So last quarter of last year, so last October, they said that they felt like underreporting would probably even out around 15%. 
And a lot of advertisers were saying, no, it's more like 30, 40, 50%. And Facebook has now said they feel pretty confident that they brought that number down to about 8%. So if you're seeing underreporting that's you know higher than, let's say, 8%, then Facebook would say, okay, so a few things you got to make sure. You've got to make sure your domains are verified. You've got to make sure that your your events are prioritized, right? So you've also got to make sure that you're not using more than eight events. That's a huge limitation that was put on advertisers with the Apple updates. And most advertisers have found their way around that, but you've got to make sure that you're following kind of the new rules of the game. Also, just remember that you might not see these events come into your ads manager for up to at least 24 hours after the conversion. So sometimes, you know, you see conversions coming in on your back end. You're saying those aren't reporting in my ads manager. Maybe you even turn off those ads and you go in a few hours later and there's the conversion. So you have to just remember there's now a delay, an intentional delay in those conversions reporting back to your ads manager. And then in addition, and this has been the biggest game changer for us, I would say our reporting right now for our personal ad account is more accurate than honestly ever before. Wow. Yeah, which is pretty shocking. And I'm always surprised when it is, but it's been very, very accurate. And we've integrated the conversion API. So this is the ability for you to take your data and instead of third-party data, It's really just your data reporting back to Facebook and even reporting back conversions that the pixel is not allowed to report back from people, for example, who've opted out of the tracking. So that conversion API has been a game changer. In the beginning, when we installed it, I will say that I wasn't seeing much difference. But now as the months have gone on, it's been really very accurate. So if you get all those pieces in place, then you should see a pretty, you know, I don't know if you're going to see 8%, but Facebook is saying that's the number they're feeling pretty confident about right now is 8% under reporting. So if you're still seeing 30, 40, 50%, I would just make sure that you have all those best practices in place and that you're really playing the game. You know, some of the big mistakes that I've seen, for example, is with the current setup, really, this is all optimized for one domain. And what can happen is they just have several domains that, you know, maybe there's a landing page and then there's a different checkout page that's a different domain. And so Facebook right now is really committed to just kind of this one domain, very simple setup. And if you're doing that, you should see results. Very interesting. One of the things that Facebook is doing with all the money that us advertisers are giving them (laughs) is they're investing in supercomputers. Absolutely. And they recently announced something called the AI Research Super Cluster, the RSC. (laughs) Boy, I don't know what that means, but (laughs) what little do we know about this? They're saying it's the world's fastest AI supercomputer. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this? They're expecting this to be built by mid, I think it was 2023, if I'm not mistaken. But essentially... It's pretty cool technology. Let's just say, you know, AI is definitely out of my domain, but I do find it very interesting. So what I was reading about it is that essentially their AI right now has been built on what they call supervised artificial intelligence. So all of these, you know, data points come into the machine and they're labeled. And then based on the labels, this AI technology is able to make decisions and evolve. 
And what they're trying to propose is this huge system, this huge machine that will be able to process unlabeled data. So in other words, these machines can take massive amounts of data. I mean, just massive, you know, almost unfathomable amounts of data. And it's processing, you know, these massive amounts of data by the second. And without any human framework, interaction, labeling system or structure, very little structure, let's call it, it's able to make decisions that it deems best for the platform. I mean, it's fascinating. It's a little crazy that we're making machines that can function without human frameworks and make these massive decisions. Yeah. But imagine how it could help ads, right? Absolutely. I think that this hopefully will reduce the learning phase, right? Yes. And somehow help advertisers find the right audience in maybe a better way than even before, don't you think? Absolutely. I mean, I think their first priority with this machine is to remove harmful content from the platform, right? And that's, of course, what they are always under fire about is trying to clean up their platform and particularly in other countries, in other languages that are less serviced than their primary languages that they focus on. This is what these machines will hopefully be able to do. So I think that's first priority, but you know that's going to evolve into the advertising space and helping us as advertisers honestly just have to be less manual with our ads and be able to put our ads out there and let the machine just really take it, learn it. And you start to see this, you know, there's all these dynamic ad features right now that are available and you can, you know, toggle on some little switches and Facebook will take your language and they'll combine it in certain ways based on a person's user history And they'll create ads for you that are really customized to individual people, which is pretty awesome. I think with this AI platform, you're just going to see more of that evolution and more ability to be less manual with your ads and just let Facebook kind of do its thing, which is pretty awesome already. Tara, when was your first time at Social Media Marketing World? Was it 2020 or was it 2019? 2020, literally days before the world shut down. And you you went as a customer, not as a speaker, right? Yeah. Why don't you tell everybody what they're missing and just in case they're they're Oh, I would love to. Yes. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. I came home with notebooks full of ideas, best practices, things I had never thought of. You know, one thing I love about the speakers is I feel like everybody is trying to deliver the best content at the conference. And so it just felt like everyone was giving away their entire playbooks and secrets. And I mean, I know as a speaker, I'm trying to do the same. I want everybody to love the content that they're coming away with and the frameworks and the strategies. And I just felt like every single speaker was over delivering. It felt like a masterclass or, you know, just every single session felt like a, you know, extremely premium paid workshop that I just couldn't believe how much value came out of the whole conference. So it was incredible. I brought home pages and pages of notes for my team to implement, and they did an incredible job with all of those frameworks and strategies. So I'm excited for this year. Well, folks, you heard it right there. If you are in a position where you can decide what you want to do with your business or your marketing or whatever, then I would encourage you, it's not too late, get on an airplane, get in your car and get to San Diego. Literally next week, March 14th, 15th and 16th is when the event kicks off. 
There'll be thousands of marketers from all over the world joining here in San Diego. And for those of you that know you just can't travel, you can get a live streaming ticket or an on-demand ticket. They're only available for a few more days. Social media, marketing.world. Tara, where can they discover more about you? You can find me on Instagram at Tara Zerker. would love to connect with you there. And our website, successfuladsclub.com. Tara, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you in a couple of days in San Diego. Oh, there'll be no show next week, just so everybody knows, because we're at Social Media Marketing (laughs) World. Have a wonderful time, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. See you guys. Bye. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. If you're like so many fellow marketers and creators and entrepreneurs, you're probably wondering, how do I put AI to work? Well, be sure to listen to the AI Explored podcast, a new show from Social Media Examiner hosted by yours truly, Michael Stelzner. Again, check out the AI Explored podcast.